Welcome back to Chrissy's Coffee Clutch. <clears throat> I am on my way to work. This is day two of week two. Um, I am excited because I have gotten to start shadowing and interacting with um, the people that I'll not I, I won't be serving them they're on somebody else's caseload but I'm getting to see what the interaction looks like um, and kind of formulating ideas and how I'm going to make it my own um, and I do have my coffee this morning um, brewed from home I burnt my tongue yesterday on some tea um, so this hot coffee is <laughs> not so great on uh, my tongue, but it tastes delicious. Um, which just a side thought, my husband and I had a discussion this morning about coffee creamer because he offered to make me a cup of coffee, which I appreciate, but I like to taste the coffee. And he puts a little too much creamer in my coffee. And so I said, no, thank you. I'll make my, I'll make my own cup. Um, so it got me wondering how many of you drink coffee with creamer or do you drink it black? It was that age old question, black or cream or sugar or both. Mm. Um, Anyways, I love me some flavored coffee creamer, but I do like to taste the coffee as well. So I'm adjusting to the, the commuting career life. Ooh, this coffee is tasting delicious this morning. I am adjusting to it. I have about half an hour to 45 minutes depending on traffic as far as drives go in the morning and in the evening. Um, but I don't mind it too much because it gives me time to reflect, it gives me time to record my podcast. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't mind it too much. This morning I was up really early, like five o'clock, um, long before my alarm, excuse me, long before my alarm, but I've been having some back issues and so it gave me some time to put my TENS unit on. It gave me some time to put my TENS unit on and let that soak into my muscles. I straightened my hair, which I've been doing the last, like, the last couple of days. I Normally my routine, so, so we are, 
as a family, as a whole unit, we are all changing our, um, our routines. So my husband has to work by eight o'clock in the morning and he doesn't drive. So he either has to take the bus or I drop him off. If I drop him off, then he gets there really early. If he takes the bus, he, he gets there early, but less early than if I drop him off. Um, but his work is on my way to work. So I drop him off and then I head to work. So he has to sit there a little while before he gets let into work. Anyways, so it's changing our routine where my husband used to work second shift. So he would get up with us. He would make um, our lunches, um, make our breakfast sometimes, and then he would either go back to bed after we all left or he would do something around the house things like that um, and so now he's working during the same hours that I'm working and the kids are in school so it's a whole new routine where we have we get home around the same time we need you know we have to learn how to change what we used to be doing in the evening <clears throat> and for him he used to be working and so now you know, we have to come home, we have to make dinner, because before he would make dinner before he left for work. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting my, my ears, because I am chilling. Um, so he would make dinner for us so it'd be ready when we got home from work and from school and now we have to change that routine so um, we have started meal planning which is helpful for our, I think I've talked about this previously it's helpful for our financial health um, as well as our physical health because we're I mean we're planning healthier meals we're preparing them um, like tonight is breakfast for dinner so we're gonna have we're gonna have a taco egg scramble with some with some leftover taco meat, um, and then waffles and sausage links. So pretty easy, pretty low budget, um, and then we're using up leftovers that ordinarily we have thrown away. And so we're trying to really minimize the amount of food that we're wasting and maximizing what we have in the house. So lots of new routines happening and, and they say it takes like 28 or 30 days to really get into a new routine. So this is the first, this is the second day of my husband's new job. So this is like <clears throat> the first few days of our entire family new routine so the kids have to leave they leave for school earlier because I drop them off at school so now as a whole family we're leaving the house 
and <clears throat> dropping the kids off at school. I drop my husband off at work and then I go to work. Um, so here's to new routines. But so far I have found it to be great actually. I love being home in the evening and my whole family being home with me. Um, hopefully like we're going to start doing where like one day we all work on, you know, just cleaning up the living room real quick, doing a quick dust, vacuum, um, refresh of the furniture kind of thing. And then we'll do that with each, each room. Um, just so that then on weekends we don't have to spend, you know, a couple hours of one weekend day cleaning the house. It just gets done consistently throughout the week. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where the family's at right now. Um, myself, today I'm feeling pretty good. Um, if I, if I do a check-in with myself and I say self, you know, how are you feeling today? Where's your mind at? Where's your heart at? Where's your body at? Right? Um, I'd say my mind is maybe working a little, like, a little hard this morning. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm thinking about all the things I have to do for work, all the things I have to do for home, and it's tax season, and all the different things I have to do for that. Because um, we have our tax appointment at the, the end of this week. Um, I'm thinking about, I'm really thinking about work. Um, I have some technological stuff that I have to do on my computer and, and sort files and forms and things that I'm going to need and put them where I know that they're going to be. Um, so I started doing that a little bit yesterday, but then I got frustrated and I had to get up and walk away from my computer. Um, yesterday I got to spend some time in the morning. Um, driving around the community, learning where different things are, seeing the community that I'm going to be serving. And that's just one of the communities. I'm serving an entire county. Um, so I'm going to have to learn my way around some other smaller communities. Um, and the county that I serve is a lot of farming communities. So I get it though. I get the small town farm mentality because I, I mean, many of you might not know, or maybe I've shared this before and I don't recall, but when I was growing up, one of my fondest memories um, is going to work on the family farm that we had. So uh, my great uncle owned a farm that before that was his father's farm so it's at least a, 
um, two generation. Now it's a third generation because now my uncle owns the farm along with my grandmother. <clears throat> and I'm hoping someday maybe it'll get passed down to the fourth generation, which would be myself and my cousin. Um, but we'll never know. But I have so many fond memories growing up. I mean, I was, I was going out there since I was an infant. Um, and my great uncle, he, he kind of took on the role of grandfather. Um, and he taught me a lot of really great things. So he taught, he taught me what a work ethic is between him and my mother and my father. Um, <clears throat> I think I developed pretty great work ethics um, from their examples, but my uncle always found things for me to do. Uh, I never felt like I was a burden. And even when I was, you know, a toddler and not a toddler, but a real small kid and there wasn't a whole lot that I could do he would find things that would make me feel like I'm contributing. So like when I was real young, probably four or five, you know, I was too young to carry a milk can. <laughs> um, I, while he was milking the cows, I would bathe the cows um, with the hose only in the summertime, of course. Uh, so I'd give them a bath wash them down with the hoses, um, talk to them. Some of them stepped on my toes, but my toes are still intact. I lived. Um, when I got older, then I started feeding the calves, you know, bottle feeding them. Um, and when I got old enough, I started doing all the different things. driving the cattle to the, to the pasture, um, bailing hay, stacking hay. Oh, the hay mow in the end of summer when you're stacking hay for the winter. Let me tell you, if you want a good workout, you will never find one as good as that. <laughs> um, but it really, it really made me, it made me value, it made me value time with my family. Um, and it made me value the work that we did because I saw how everything that we did connected to the farm. It connected to my uncle's livelihood, but it also connected um, to our identity as a family. Like that farm was part of our identity. Um, and unfortunately it's no longer an operating farm, but it's still, it's still land and the house is still there. Um, it's still part of our home. It's part of our heritage. Um, but I think about it often because as I commute down to work, I drive by, um, the community that our our farm is in so it also makes me feel a little better that you know if we get a bad snow day or something and I can't make it home um, I have somewhere where I can go and I already I already stopped by and talked to my uncle about that um, 
but yeah so so that's where my head is at right now I'm just a little bit in some nostalgic reflection um, and then also you know on the other side I think about the work that I have to do today you know what's on my to-do list I'm doing some more shadowing today um, every time I hear something or I, I learn about a different resource I um, I jot it down so I have to review my notes and kind of make a master list um, I also kind of want to make a strategic plan for my program you know what the what the ultimate goal is which would be to have you know a full caseload um, and then try and, and work backwards and see you know what are the tools that I'm going to need to make that successful um, so there's that Um, I'm excited for the weekend. So, um, if you don't know, I have this great group of girlfriends. Um, it's two, two girlfriends and I met them. I met one of them many years ago and the other one, um, she's a little bit newer to the group that I was a part of, but she really has found her, her way into my heart. Um, we have, we have many similarities, um, but the three of us have really bonded. We, we take some time together, uh, a few times a year. We talk not as regularly as we all wish we would or could, um, but we're, we're working on that. We're, we're trying to make it uh, a routine where we, we talk at least once a week. Um, so I talked to them on Sunday and one of my friends, her name is Bex Bedford. She has a whole platform. She's a, she's a body positive activist. Um, she has done so many things. I, I saw her YouTube videos uh, when she first started out. And she has just grown and grown and grown her mission and her message over the years. And I am so honored to be her friend. Um, and she has a whole platform, like I said, at BexBedford.com. You can go there and you can see all the different things that she does. She does some podcasts. She's done some guest speaking on some different radio shows. Um, and she's really working to to spread a message of, of body inclusivity and um, self-acceptance, self-love. Um, and those are all things that I am also actively working on, um, as well as our friend Crystal. 
Um, so the three of us have a podcast on her channel, um, which is called Acceptance Without Limits. Um, and so we recorded, last weekend we recorded two podcasts, um, and we're going to try and record two more this weekend, because we'll all be together to celebrate Rebecca's birthday, which was actually on Sunday, last Sunday, um, so we're doing a little, a week behind, but, um, we're all going to meet in Madison, and just celebrate Rebecca and all the things that she is and she does and, and the light that she is. So, um, they're going to be there on Friday. I'm not going to get there until Saturday, um, probably Saturday afternoon, but I'm really excited to get to see them, to spend some time with them. Um, I often talk about, especially with clients, um, I talk about spending time with people that fill your cup um, rather than people that take out of your cup and, and you are, you are your cup and your cup, um, represents like what you need, um, what fulfillment you need from those relationships, because as humans, we need, we need human relationships, right? And so I, I have spent a lot of my life really self-isolated and not allowing people to <clears throat> have the opportunity to fill my cup. Um, and it's something that I still struggle to struggle with to this day of um, positive feedback. I really, really struggle with positive feedback. Crystal and Rebecca are really great about um, giving me their authentic um truths about me or maybe the truth is not the right word um but but telling me their feelings positive or negative uh, most often they're positive but even those positive feedback those positive feelings those are super foreign to me and very uncomfortable for me to, to listen to and take in. I do not take positive feedback well at all. Um, I'm always expecting negative feedback. Um, and that's just something that I'm working through. Um, so they're really great at that. They, they know that it makes me feel uncomfortable. I've shared that with them. And they do it anyways because they know that that's a way for me to grow. Um, and that's that's really what the three of us are are working towards is empowering each, empowering each other um, and helping each other grow because we should always want to evolve as people. Um, and so Rebecca's channel certainly teaches me things every time I listen to it. Um, she is so insightful. She's so passionate. And so is Crystal. Crystal is, <laughs> I think about the podcast that we just recorded. Um, she is so passionate about so many things. Um, and I love it when she makes her voice heard. And 
I am passionate about things. I don't, I don't always say them out loud. Like I think them and I take actions that, that are in line with positive action, but I don't always feel like I articulate things the best. So I'll say something and then somebody else will say something pretty much the same as what I said, but theirs sounds much better than what I, the way I said it. Um, so I think that that happens a lot with Rebecca and Crystal. They say things that I think that I said, but they say it way better. <laughs> um, and I'm okay with that because I learn from them then. I, I learn from that. Uh, but then that goes back to, that's something that I question about myself. Do I, is that me not being my authentic self then? Am I not trying hard enough to evolve that part? Which it might be, that might be the truth. That might be the answer that I need to keep talking until my point comes across the way that I wanted to come across. Um, but it's something that I'm working on. All right. That's where my mind is taking me right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am a little over halfway to work and I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, and my next podcast, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, uh, self-advocacy that, um, some things that I want to share with you about self-advocacy. Um, as a person of size, I've had to do quite a bit of self-advocacy, um, especially in the places that I work. Um, but I want to, I want to share that journey with you a little bit and, and maybe give you some tips or tricks. If you are also a person of size or not a person of size, but a person who needs special accommodations or anything like that, um, I'll provide you some tips and tricks that I've used, um, to help get my needs met within those different venues. So next podcast on Chrissy's coffee clutch will be all about self-advocacy and I hope you got some entertainment out of today's ramble <laughs> um, and you were able to take some some little tools or knowledge or anything away um, don't forget uh, I am part of another podcast on the Bex Bedford channel you can find her on all the different podcasts um, all the different podcast uh, platforms. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, and our podcast with Rebecca, uh, with Bex, Chrissy, Joe, and Crystal is Acceptance Without Limits, uh, where we talk about all different topics that are as infinite as our sizes. So with that, I leave you and bid you good day or good night or good year, whatever it is for you. And I hope you make the best of it. Enjoy.